Hello, and welcome to the Woo is True podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Garitano. I like to refer to myself as a recovering academic and healthcare provider, and I now help other people develop their intuition and really come to terms with this idea of science and spirituality. I am a lover of both evidence and divine coincidence. So let's see if you're in the right place. Are you someone who's ever wondered how spirituality and science fit together? Maybe you've questioned what you learned through traditional religion, or you've had experiences that you know have a deeper meaning and you just aren't sure how to figure those out. If so, the woo is true is for you. In this podcast, I want to make the practical mystical and the mystical practical because I know there's a way to balance the two and learn from both. It doesn't have to be either or. It can be both and, uh, both practical and spiritual, both science and energy, both concrete and ethereal. So let's swap or for and and dive into the woo. Hello, and welcome to day three of the Balanced Being Reset, where we will dive in to um, another step in my Balanced Being formula. So, you know, I am going to be super transparent as I start off um, this session. Like, you can't make this stuff up. Um, I, we have illness going through our house this week, and um, getting these recorded, because I like to record them in real time, and the energy of what's going on. Um, has really been a challenge with illness spreading, you know, throughout our house. I've been bleaching things and trying to make sure I don't get sick. And, um, you know, I just want to share that because that's what this reset's all about. You know, sometimes we have to reset in the day-to-day midst of we just can't predict, right, what's going to happen next. You can't always predict when an illness is going to, you know, run rampant um, through your through your home. And yet, there's still that reframe. And I really want to get this material out. I know it's so helpful and so important to other people. And so even if I have to do this at an odd time to capture the recording, I am doing that. So just to reassure you that if you feel like you haven't been able to listen to each of these, you know, every single day, that's okay. I always trust you'll hear the message when it's time for you to hear it. So just give yourself permission right now to be open to the message landing exactly when it's supposed to land. Okay. So if you're hearing this a week later, two weeks later, that's perfectly fine. You're right where you are meant to be. And so the other thing this brings up for me is, you know, one of the reasons I really put together the balance being formula, I found myself doing these practices and I knew it brought me back to balance. And the other thing that I noticed working with clients is that everybody's balance is different, right? We all run on a continuum, so to speak, with a high end and a low end. However, that perfect balance for each of us is somewhere along that continuum. So it's not that it's perfectly in the middle and that's what we would call balanced. And so it's really about calibrating to what works for you and being able to recognize that calibration and not allow yourself to stay on the high end or the low end any longer than you need to. The whole gamut is totally understandable and we're meant to experience the whole gamut on any continuum, you know, whether whether it's a feeling, whether it's an activity. However, we have that sweet spot, right, on each of our own 
timelines or continuums. And so learning what it feels like to be in more of that balanced state for you is really what we're going after. And I know um, these steps and this process, they help me stay in that perfect equilibrium for myself. And they help my clients do that for themselves too. So there's really no wrong way um, to do this. Okay. So I just wanted to preface that um, because it really made me think a lot today about, oh, wow, of course this is happening this week because I've committed to this because I feel so strongly that I want to get this information um, out there. Of course, there's going to be some type of obstacle that's going to throw me, you know, um, off balance, so to speak. And I'm going to have to literally reset moment to moment, day to day uh, while I'm creating the content for this week. So if this is also you, please hit reply to the email that this comes out in and just share with me, you know, what's going on with you too, because sometimes it feels much better um, to be in community, you know, when we're hitting those ups and downs rather than just feeling like we're by ourselves on an island um, trying to make things work day to day. So please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear uh, what's going on in your world. So without further ado, we will get into today's step. So today's step, and it's really fitting, we're going to talk all about our breath. And so I'm going to talk to you about this through the lens of, yes, the science, right, of our actual breathing and the physiology, and then also um, the spiritual piece of our breath. And so we know when we breathe each day, you know, we're breathing in oxygen, we're exhaling carbon dioxide. So there's a give and a take that goes on with our breath. Okay. So we take in the life-giving oxygen, we exhale the carbon dioxide, which then feeds the plants and the life around us. So there's a lot of reciprocity in that relationship. And we may not think about it necessarily through that lens. And, you know, truth be told, many of us are able to just take the function of breathing for granted. Um, I feel like our breath came more to a highlight during the pandemic because that was one of the symptoms, right? And ultimately what caused um, so many, many people to uh, lose their lives was this idea of not being able to breathe. So it made us more conscious of our breath. And, you know, even prior to that, if we have a cough, if you have allergies, if you have asthma, you may be more conscious of your breath when there's a flare or when you're ill. But for the most part, we take this function of breathing for granted day in and day out. And it's easy to do that because it's controlled by our subconscious mind. So our brains are amazing. They keep our body functioning. They keep all those systems running without us having to think about it, right? They're just, our, our subconscious mind is running in the background and it's keeping all of our body in homeostasis as much as it can. We're breathing, our heart's beating, right? The blood is pumping um, through our veins. And many times we don't really allow ourselves to revel in just how amazing that, that really is, that that's happening every day. So what I invite you to do right now is just really notice as you're listening, like what's the rate of your breath rate like right now? Are you breathing more naturally? Are you maybe holding your breath? Are you taking more shallow breaths? Are you breathing deeply? Um, do you feel your abdomen constricted while you're breathing? I just want to give you a few seconds here to just breathe and just notice what your breath is like right now.
And now that you've done that, just really take a moment and you have, if you have a journal handy, you can jot it down. If you just want to make a mental note, notice where you were holding, like, is there a part of your body that was stiffer while you were breathing? Were you taking more shallow breaths? Did your chest feel tighter? Was your abdomen really able to expand? Um, did you feel any tension or maybe you felt really relaxed in different parts of your body. Um, just take a moment to notice that. So many times we don't realize the impact, right? Our breathing um, is regulated in response to our emotions, to the feelings that we're having, to the thoughts going through our mind. So there very much is that mind-body connection uh, related to our breathing. And so it's been well-documented in the research that when we're stressed out, when we have a lot on our mind, we will tend to take those more rapid, shallow breaths and not truly fill our lungs to their full capacity. And we also know, you know, through the medical world that when we don't truly fill our lungs to capacity and exhale fully, we're not truly exercising our lungs. And so as we age, they won't be able to expand and contract quite the same way. It's kind of like toning a muscle, you know, with, with when you're lifting weights. Our breathing practices do impact our lungs and the amount of um, air we can take in, you know, as oxygen and then send it back out as carbon dioxide. So I just want you to invite in that idea of the lungs being like a muscle, you know, they're an organ that we definitely need to exercise. And it doesn't mean hard, rigorous, physical exercise. One of the more popular modalities, I think that's gotten a lot of attention in the last few years is breath work. And so breath work is very broad. Uh, breath work is, you know, any practice where you're using your breath in a conscious, concentrated way to produce an effect in your body. And so if you work with a breath work practitioner, um, there'll be lots of different um, cadences to the breath, lots of different ways they'll have you hold your breath. Um, and all of those are meant to impact the brain, the nervous system, you know, our muscles, our tissues in a very specific way. What I'm gonna share with you today is just my simple breathing practice. It's called box breathing. It, it's also called like four, 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 four breathing. Um, it has a few other different names. Um, so you may have heard of it before. However, I just stick with this really simple um, practice when it comes to breath work day in and day out, because number one, I, you don't have to think about it much. And some of the other breath work practices, they're extremely valuable. Um, they do take a little bit of time and they take practice and they do require in the front end um, more of your conscious focused effort. And so I find that when we want to use these um, steps, you know, building habits, the easier they are to master, the more likely we're going to continue <laughs> to do them each day. So what I'm going to walk you through, if you've done other breath work, this will seem very, very simple to you. However, what we've seen through the science um, of breath work is that taking breaths in, in these calculated manners, uh, they do, it redu reduces stress, it can reduce brain fog, it can clear our minds and give us more clarity, it gives us a general sense of well-being, it can also be energizing to our system. So with my clients, I like them to use this when stress is kicked in, or they can use it first thing in the morning, throughout the day, you know, um, before they go to bed at night, coupled with the um, energy callback. So there's, you can use it however you feel it fits into your, into your world best. 
what I do invite you into is notice where your stressors or your triggers are throughout the day. And when you can become very aware of uh, where those triggers are, then you can lean into doing the box breathing um, to right there in the moment, regulate your nervous system, reduce the trigger, give yourself some clarity, um, lower your heart rate and bring yourself better into balance. Okay. So it's very simple. We're going to walk through it now. I'll walk you through it. What you want to do is you're going to inhale through your nose to the count of four. So inhale one, two, three, four. Then you're going to hold your breath at the top three, four. Then you're going to exhale through your mouth two, three, four. Then hold again two, three, four. So what you're doing are these cycles of inhaling for the count of four through your nose, holding it at the top for four seconds again, exhaling then through your mouth for the count of four, and then holding at the bottom again for four seconds. So I'm going to go ahead and do it here so you won't hear me counting, but it will give you the rhythm of what the timing is like. So Okay, and when you do that, you wanna do that at least five to six times through, okay? And after you do that five to six times through, you will notice your heart rate's lower, you'll feel more relaxed, you'll have more clarity. So this is a really wonderful practice. If you've just had a difficult conversation and you're feeling you know, upset, you can do it. If you know you're about to have a difficult conversation or there's gonna be tension somewhere, you can do it in preparation. Um, also, this is another great thing that we can teach um, our children or other people in our lives that when we see their stressors, we can also invite them into this practice. It's super simple. Um, it gives you that clarity, like I said, and it can be done anywhere, anytime. So if you're like frustrated in line at the grocery or another store, if you're stuck in traffic, you can go to this box breathing technique um, and very quickly within, you know, those four to six cycles. Um, have yourself in a calmer state, okay? So I invite you into that practice this week. And then I also wanted to share with you before I wrap this up, the whole idea of our breath being the sacred breath, a spiritual breath. Like I said on the front end of this, we don't give a lot of conscious thought to our breath. However, the first thing we do when we're born is take a breath of air. The last thing we do when we leave this earth is take our final breath. Breath is so pivotal, right, to our lived human experience. And we just don't give it um, like the sanctity that it truly deserves. And so I just wanted to share with you a little bit about um, the origin in many different countries. So the word they use for breath also has its root in spirit, that is true for um, Latin. That's true for uh, the language, like Latin as a language. Um, it's true in the Greek language. It's um, true in different variations of um, Christianity in terms of when the Bible was written in different languages, the root word um, for spirit and breath, they had the same root word. Um, it's been true in ancient civilizations, so indigenous cultures, 
the words that they have used for air or breath have also been the same root or the same word that they've used for spirit or life energy. Um, so I think it's really fascinating that we can look through these different cultures and then, you know, the practice of yoga itself, yogic breathing uh, within the Indian culture. Um, that's very much thousands and thousands of years old, this practice, and it was focused on the breath and knowing that the breath to calm the body, but also that the breath really houses our spirit. And so I believe I spoke about this in the other um, the other session, but this Hara energy field that I like to work with, um, the Hara itself runs down the middle of your body. It is your connection to your source, whether that whether you call that God, whether you call that universe, whatever whatever word you use, um, that Hara energy runs through our core and does connect us to God. Now, what's so fascinating is that our spirit is an extension of God, right? We were all created in God's image and the universe's image, um, whatever you, whatever is most comfortable for you. Um, but we are an extension of that same type of energy. And so our spirit then comes through this Hara energy field and enters our body as our soul. Okay, so that's a great differentiation to make. However, I love that because when we think about like God literally, right, that higher power, the universe literally blows, right, air, breath, blows our breath into us as our spirit. And then we take that spirit and come and incarnate in our body with that soul into the human body. Okay, so I just want to give you that visual because I think it's really, really powerful when we start to think about ourselves as both human and spirit, right, as both of this world and of that other world, whether it's heaven for you, whether it's the universe again, what, whatever you believe happens when our humanness is done here um, in this time and space just start to think about that continuum and how our breath is very much tied to our spirit to god's spirit the holy spirit it's all connected it's not on accident um and it's very fascinating that these in language itself as it developed these root words for both spirit and breath were the same okay so i just want to leave you with that thought and i encourage you over the coming days, start noticing your breathing pattern and really begin to think of your breath as that sacred, sacred breath, that breath that's only for you and that breath that you actually can control moment to moment and use as an amazing tool to calm yourself, comfort yourself and bring yourself back into balance. Thanks for filling your ears with possibility today. You can find all the resources shared in today's episode in the show notes or description, depending on which platform you are tuning in from. Until next time, remember your understanding starts inside of you. So stay true to your woo.